Welcome to the Broncos Avenue podcast. It's Amir from Broncos Avenue, joined by my co-host Trayton today. We got the dub. The Denver Broncos defeated the Houston Texans today, 16-9 in the mile high. Russell Wilson gets his first win as a Denver Bronco, as well as head coach Nathaniel Hackett gets his first win, as well as a new ownership. Um, we definitely have quite a few topics to touch on today. Um, speaking of Nathaniel Hackett, um, definitely have a few things to say about him today. But how are you feeling after uh, today's win, Trayton? We are 1-1, one 1-0 one, one this week. Um. Ironically, I feel worse after today than I did last week. <laughs> uh, so, gen- general thoughts. What do you um, – so just overall, not like like picking on specific people, but just overall, what do you think was the, the, the worst thing that just made you feel that way about today's game? Um, j- well, and, so, I mean, the story Monday, and we talked about this, was the entire time it was – fundamental issues that we were struggling with the offense had no problem moving the ball it was simply fundamental issues this week it was a mix of both we were having trouble moving the ball and we and then two more fundamental issues i mean delay of game penalties uh the the usage the usage of timeouts um and then the you know the offense was in certain situations was struggling to move the ball um and then the play calling. The play calling was absolutely awful today. Um, I mean, you, you're averaging, uh, what was it, like seven, eight yards a carry we were averaging at one point? Yeah, like seven carry. And then you go pass, pass, pass. And I know last year the story was with Pat Shermer, it was a run, run, pass. And we were complaining about the play calling nonstop. And I thought the play calling looked perf- like looked amazing on Monday. Um but this week it was absolutely atrocious. I think it got cleaned up in the second half slightly, but even then, it, you know that that was not a uh, that was not a good game. Hackett called. Um, mm. I I don't think that was a game that we deserved to win. Um, and then I mean it, it was just kind of the same story as last week. Just now, uh, now there's even more concerns because we were having trouble moving the ball. You know. Uh, the delay game penalties like that, that that's just absolutely not acceptable. That can't keep happening. Um, and I mean, when, when you look at most of the, most of the issues that we face today, um, I can't really find a logical explanation for any of it other than poor coaching. Um, you know, it's week two now, like the seasons, the season start, it, it, you know, it's on. Uh, we don't have, we're not going to have time for these fundamental issues and mistakes by, by the coaching staff or even by the players, you know, um, they, like today, I mean, it was, of course, it's great that we got the win on, on paper. Um, but I actually, I, I feel that we played significantly worse than we did on Monday against Seattle. Uh, I, 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 all I can say is I walk away from, uh, today, very, very concerned. Um, so I feel the t- football team as a whole, I feel better about today than I did last week. Um, but when it comes to Nathaniel Hockey, I do definitely feel worse. There definitely is concerns. And as any logical NFL fan, you have to admit that it's very definitely concerning what Hackett showed today. And he really didn't like um, improve that much from last week. In fact, he got even worse. So what we can say is um, – the situational play calling questionable. 
Um, there's it was just too predictable. And then decision making is the number one thing for me. The decision making is completely awful. Um, there were just like several occasions where do that uh what was the it was like the um like the not a read option but like a triple option where they decided to have andrew beck and his second career carry in the nfl decide to run out to the right um when javante was like like blazing hot just like was picking up big gain after big gain and they just decide to have andrew beck run like a triple option and then he has uh, javante as his uh like his pitch option there to the right side of the field that made absolutely no sense to me and then i also saw shannon sharp tweet out um how are you going to punt there after that mistake of a play call after last week you decided to uh trust your kicker into making a 64 yarder but then you won't let your kicker attempt a 59 yarder to me that made absolutely zero uh sense that made that was just like idiotic play calling um yeah i mean we we have a long season ahead of ourselves, but the thing that was floating around in my mind today was there's so many rookie head coaches that will do much better than what Nathaniel Hackett is displaying, and they'll catch on more quicker to very fundamental and simple things, like just the logical things as an NFL head coach you have to get on. At some point, you have to be concerned about Hackett, and you have to say, you know, look at all these other head coaches that step into these roles and how much more efficient they are with these things. I know Nathaniel Hackett's on the younger side um, of NFL coaches in this league, but just this, the overall, um, the performance on his part through these first two games, obviously has been bad. Um, I think we can definitely both agree on that. Um, the football team as a whole, I thought the defense played really good today. Um, you know, you also have to take into account the competition we were going up against. Texan offense isn't really it. Um, I do think the Texans are a bit of an underrated team. They play they play hard for Lovey Smith, and I can, you know, uh, you definitely can see that in them. Um, they they did they did come to play today defensively. That's 100. I will give credit to their defense. They have a good they have a uh, solid defense for the skill talent that they you know they lack. They lack those big players and stuff. They lost JJ Watt um, and other pieces like DJ Reed. Um, reader, the defensive lineman that went to uh, Cincinnati a few years ago, he was really good in interior. Um, they've lost some big pieces, but they're still really underrated defense. Um, we saw that today. Um, the offense overall got off to a slow start. I don't like that. They didn't. Um, Russell Wilson and the offense didn't really gather themselves to the fourth quarter. Um, Sutton had statistically had a really good game, but there was a few uh, opportunities where you know the foot, the feet inbounds um, that didn't happen. Um, that was a potential touchdown for Russ there. Um, the receivers all together, there was like what seven, eight drops today. Um, that might that might be more than how much there were, but it felt like that was how much there were. Um, yeah, just offense getting off to a really slow start, and it's just the same story as last week. Um, to me, I feel like the lack of uh, game reps in the preseason for the starters together um, is showing here. Um, uh, staying in the division, we had Thursday. Um, the Chargers uh, were defeated by the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are at the top of the division. Um, the Chargers are coming in at second. I believe we're in third. Or no, no, no. We we should be in second. Am I, am I wrong? I'm, because the Chargers lost um, to a division team. I could be wrong, though. But we should be in second, then the Chargers third, and then the Raiders fourth. We are, Yeah, we are in second. Okay, so you know, 
with even with two back to back like not well performances by a team, especially against poor competition. Um, you know, we start we still in are in second place, but we're definitely gonna have to improve miles to compete with this Kansas City team. But yeah, the Raiders are in last place. We're in second place. Uh, remember that. Um, but just going back to the Texans game, um, what? So we talked about our expectations for Hackett. Obviously, he didn't meet those. Um, we talked about him today. Um, there maybe there's was there any like there was a, I know he made a lot of bad decisions today. There was like oh my gosh, in the second half we had three timeouts, and he two of the okay one of them was useful. We converted on that fourth and two. Um, then the other two were saving um, a delay of game. And then uh, no one of them was saving a delay of game, uh, which is just terrible coaching. And then in another terrible coaching moment, Montreal Washington isn't out there for the damn kick return through that pump punt return. So yeah, just overall horrible coaching today. I had someone message me today and say that Nathaniel Hackett um, strongly reminds them of Matt Nagy. And I couldn't help, but like in my gut slightly agree. Um, it's scary to think that, but you know, deep down, I I do I do want to be positive. Um, there is still plenty of time for Hackett to, um, you know, improve. These are things that definitely can be improved through practice. The Redzo offense it, that is part of a coaching thing as well. And the fans won't like to admit that, but that 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 does have to do uh, that does go back on coaching. Um, Putting Russell Wilson in the shotgun every third down and goal from the two doesn't make any sense. Um, also, passing every third down and two when your running backs are flaming high, you're averaging over well over six, seven yards a carry, and you still throw the ball, throw the ball away. Um, that play, the play calling in the red zone, so so bad. That needs so much improvement. Um, what what all do you what else do you take away from this game? What do you think needs to uh, improve um, heading into uh, Sunday Night Football next week against San Francisco? Who, by the way, Trey Lance, prayers up to him for a speedy recovery. He uh, fractures ankle, so we'll be going up against uh, Jimmy G and the Niners. Well, you know, uh, well, you know, actually, I'll start off with a positive takeaway. The defense is here. Okay. Uh, I I think. I think we can safely say, and I mean, I know it's the Texans, but um, I think we can safely say that that first half in Seattle wasn't uh, wasn't a reason to be concerned. Um, and I mean, not only did they make uh, great halftime adjustments, but the defense was present all day long today. Um, and that and that's something that you know that's a really positive takeaway. Um, and two, uh, especially missing. Justin Simmons, one of your most valuable pieces, if not most valuable piece on defense. And then, um, you know, and I, I, I think there's a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited for this defense. You know, uh, Randy Gregory stepped up today. Bradley Chubb had himself a game. Uh, mm-hmm. And then and you, like we talked about, you know, it wasn't, I, it, it was spotty. I don't really feel that it was much of a factor until, uh, until the last few drives, but, uh, like we talked about, the key to this game was going to be uh, getting interior pressure on Mills, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's exactly what we did. So, and uh, you know, I, I, there's really not a lot. There's nothing negative I can say about the defense at all today. Um, didn't allow a touchdown, uh, but the offense, the offense is. Uh, I mean, it's kind of been the story for the past 
the or I mean since the season started is I mean that's our only cause cause of concern you know um mm-hmm. Hackett the play calling uh and that's the thing and that's you know that's what kind of confuses me about today is the play calling uh, you know last week it looked great uh all of our issues were simply fundamental and today was the you know today was the day that we actually had trouble moving the ball and had play calling issues uh yeah. one thing and one thing I think on the play calling aspect of things, you know, um, I think that will get cleaned up because we, we are, we've already seen Hackett call a good game. Like we know he's capable of it. Um, but, you know, today I, I, what I noticed is that, you know, I think he, he was really just trying to get too cute with some of his play calls. Like you said, you know, the, the triple option to Andrew Beck, um, I, that play, that play call was just absolutely uh again blatantly idiotic to me um and then like you said the the decision you're not gonna let mcmanus kick a 59 yarder but uh in denver and that you know that matters the location as well yeah you're not gonna let mcmanus kick a a 59 yarder in denver but you're gonna let him go out there and kick a 64 yarder for the game uh in seattle like that's that's the call and uh so you know it just a lot of not even questionable, but just blatantly idiotic. I mean, these are, these are coaching decisions that, uh, and I mean, I don't even know if you can call it a coaching decision. I mean, this is basic football and that that's why I'm so concerned and so critical of, of Hackett right now is because the issues that we're talking about are not just like, Oh yeah, it was a questionable call and it didn't work out. No. I mean, these are, these are coaching decisions that, yeah, any any uh, average football fan sitting on their couch watching on TV can make. Uh, I mean, and say it was the same story today. You know, like when like when my grandma is texting me asking me why the Broncos aren't aren't making a certain decision on something. Like that. I mean, that's how bad. That's how you know it's bad. Uh, yeah. The clock trying to help the offense with clock management. I mean, and that that's dude. That was so bad. Oh my that, god. That was that's, embarrassing. That is blatantly pathetic and embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, uh, kudos to Broncos fans. Broncos country is the best, but still, that shouldn't maybe be having to happen. That's just like it's like a little kid telling a, um, a grown up, like, "Okay, uh, two plus two is four. Um, yeah, well, this, exactly. This, I mean, it's this, like this telling how you an it. adult how to wipe their ass. It, it's, <laughs> I, it, it's really pathetic, and, and <laughs> I mean. And that, and that's why my concern that's where my concern with Hackett rests. And I want I I've been trying to figure out how to word this the right way. Um, and it, you know it's been two two games. I can't call for Hackett's job yet, but um, you know, I can't say I'm not heavily concerned and maybe even contemplating at the contemplating it at this point because you know. I mean, and like I said, these are these are basic football decisions that your average, fo- like a casual fan, could make. Yeah. Um, and that's like, how do you even like you? You can't even say he he's going to learn from it. Like, what do you mean he's going to learn from it? He 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 shouldn't have had a job as a head coach if he didn't if he's not capable of making those basic decisions in critical uh, in critical situations. I mean, he shouldn't have even been considered. Uh, like if you don't have that uh those if you don't have the knowledge to make those coaching decisions i don't even know why you're on a football field uh it's it's not like this uh really complex situation that we were in i mean they're 
basic, basic coaching decisions, and he's managed to fumble them. And then just the repeated delay games. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. and then the penalties just in general. I know all of them aren't, aren't on Hackett, but a good portion of them were, you know. Uh, and that, this is another team where I feel like we should have won by uh, double digits very easily. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we, and we didn't, you know, this is uh and that's, what's concerning. You know, this is the, even, I know it's a, it's a young team. It's a new offense, new quarterback, new head coach, new everything. But what we've seen so far is uh, leading me to have a little bit more, uh, more concern for this offense than I originally thought I would. Yeah. I think with Hackett, the philosophy is there, the scheme is there. Um, he's a great leader. Um, I think the preparation um, is there the game plan is there I just feel like with him it's the execution and the approach in situational like once you're in that moment how are you how are you gonna do this um, I feel like maybe sometimes and like there people say like he's an analytics guy he goes completely against analytics he the things that he does is the complete opposite of what analytics wants you to do um, this it's not like the things that he's doing is so predictable. It's the things that he's doing is completely illogical. Um, and so I think these are very fixable things, but it's just going to come down to does Hackett want to fix them? Do, um, is, is he going to help the team work on those, on that red zone work? Um, is he going to fix that approach um, and work on these, uh, these penalties work on the team's discipline? Um but yeah, I think that I think that's just that's what it is with him. I think he's a really good leader. I think this team loves him. Um, they want to rally around him. They want to play for him, just like you know the Lions want to play for um, uh, Dan Campbell. The Texans want to play for Lovey Smith, so on and so forward. But I think when it comes down to him, Hackett himself and his ability to um, operate and uh, you know call plays for an offense, operate an offense. Um, take into account you know situations where should i throw here pass here catch the defense off here um take advantage of certain situations Uh, i think he's lacking that and i think his lack of experience as a play caller and just the pressure of being a head coach on a team is is holding him back him a a bit back from you know showing success early on in his tenure um I definitely think these things can get better. It's just it all, it's all going to come down to does this team want to rally um, and fix these things, and does Hackett want to improve his abilities as a play caller and um, you know uh, head coach of this team overall? Um, those are just really big things as a head coach. You know, you can be loved as a head coach. You can be um, someone that the team wants to fight for. Um, you can be a great leader, but at the end of the day, it's it's going to come down to that the, that very analytical detailed stuff um that's what that's what's going to make you know this offense and the team as a whole um succeed this team needs better discipline um and you know overall just needs to operate better more efficiently um and maybe the preparation does need to be better cuz i feel like this team at times the communications off and they're just like when they're in the moment they feel like it looks like i'm lo- i feel like i'm looking at a team who's never practiced um, like red zone work in their entire life, which I know they have, but they, I, it feels like that's what I'm looking at. So this, as the head coach and leader of this football team, Nathaniel Hackett just needs to step it up. 
Um, I know all Broncos country um, can, you know, can side with that. Um, but moving aside from that, um, we have the uh, few uh, very unfortunate injuries in the beginning of the game. It just keeps st- it just keeps piling up, and they're the very important players on this team that keep going down. It's Jerry Judy today. Um, first, we heard it was a, a shoulder injury, injury, but actually it turns out to be um, it was uh, when he landed awkwardly on that drop. Um, he injured his ribs. Um, and so Jerry Judy is ruled out for the rest of the game uh, with a rib injury, uh, shot to the ribs. Um, so I, I definitely can see him coming back next week against the Niners. We'll really need him. Um, Sutton, he literally had to carry that receiving core today. It was unbelievable. Um, Hinton had a Hinton had a good catch. Um, Tyree Cleveland had a, a few good catches. He also had a a really um, poor, embarrassing drop. Um, and just all the receivers as well had a bunch of drops as well. Um, I believe Sun had a drop as well. Um, yeah, Sun really had to carry that offense. And can we just talk about how well a spot on our predictions were this week? If you guys listen, go back and listen to that pregame pod for this game. Um, we uploaded a few days ago. Trayton calls Sun having a great game, which he did. Um, Draymond Jones, two sacks, had the best game by a pass rusher on our team today. I called him being the best player on our defense. Um, I also said that we were going to win 24 to nine. We ended up winning 16 to nine. We did pretty well on predictions this week. I feel like, um, so make think, sure you guys keep listening to those. I think the only predictions we were off on was the final score. Yeah. I was literally just eight, I was literally, um, just eight points off of there, which I mean, if we would have never, if we would have at least cashed in on one of those red zone opportunities, then we likely would have probably hit that close to it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's one thing I want to go back to with this team, you know, the, mm-hmm. like the red zone issues. I mean, and that, that's why I'm, I like, I, I and I, I just, it's so hard to evaluate this team where we are right now, because I mean, and today that's the thing, the offense wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. I mean, we were moving the ball, but there were also like, there was a good chunk of the game where we couldn't get anything going offensively drives were being, uh, I mean, not I can't even say a drive was being killed because it never started. I mean, we were, uh, you know, holding penalties, false starts, delay games, yeah. uh, everything. And yeah, uh, Ken Fleming didn't look too good today. Yeah, that and that's you know, and I was surprised by that as well because uh, he he looked great against Seattle, but yeah, um, you know, Russ was under a lot of pressure, and that's and that that's just where I'm so mixed on Hackett because he's shown he can be a good play caller. Um, I, and I know he can, and, and, you know, and that's one thing about this team that I'm trying to weigh right now is, uh, I know Hackett, like you were, like you were saying, you know, Hackett, of course, is a, definitely a guy his uh, definitely a guy the locker room wants to play for. Um, he's a great leader. I think he's a great play caller and I know he's, I know, mm-hmm. uh, he's got it schematically. And to me, those are, uh, and this may be an unpopular take, um, I don't really know how I like, I, I've never really bought into the, the guys that are uh, the, the types of coaches that are guys that the locker room wants to play for. Of course, that's a great attribute to have, but yeah. in my opinion, I've never really, or uh, there's no proven metric that like, there's no way that that uh, I, I like, you can't see that directly correlate to winning football games. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it in doesn't opinion, really, yeah, I mean, it plays a slight factor, and it wants your players to play better. But you know, statistically, and like, it, do- it has no contribution to wins. Um, but it does. But like, 
not anywhere near as much as, you know, um, you know, play calling abilities and just like, you know, smarts as an offensive play caller in general. And that's what I mean, you know, and that's what takes place on the field. You know, I mean, obviously, I think motivation plays plays motivation and confidence plays a factor. And when you have a guy that uh, when you have a guy that can instill that type of uh, energy into the guys. Yeah, Yeah. of course, they're going to play more motivated and they're going to play more hungry. Um, But at the same time, it's it's just hard for me to look at that and see a direct correlation with winning football games. You know, I, I, I personally, in my opinion, play calling and schematics are the two most important things to, uh, to a head coach, to a football team. If you don't have that, I mean, you're not going to win games. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, clock management too, and decision-making well, yeah, um, clock management. big parts too. You know, it's, it's the on-field stuff and it's, it's kind of hard for me to buy into the sentimental off-field uh, feel good stuff, you know. Yeah, that's the best I mean, way to put it. The off field stuff doesn't contribute um, as much to the wins as the on field stuff because the on field stuff is where the points are scored. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that you know, I think the the sentiment's great and nice, but it like if we're being real, it doesn't really it doesn't have uh, as large of an impact on just how many football games you win a season. It doesn't have that big of an impact as people like to think it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I'm, that's where I'm at with Hackett. You know, uh, it's hard for me to believe at this point, now that we've seen two games of roughly the same exact thing. And then not only that, but now a regression in play calling, um, you know, I can't really say I, I I'm, uh, expecting it to get better at this point. I think it'll get cleaned up to some degree, but, you know, these are just issues that you can't abs- like you just absolutely can't let happen. And and we've seen nothing but that for two games now. And I want to bring this back to something we saw in camp. Um, I, I, I don't remember exactly which day it was, but do you remember that uh, specific day where uh, it was the 11 on 11 periods and there, it was a, it was a red zone period in camp? And do you remember? I can't remember exactly how many uh, how many plays were run during this period, but uh, on this particular day in camp, the the offense just absolutely could not score from inside, like from in the red zone, just couldn't. Uh, the defense stuffed them all. I mean, all day long. Um, I'm not sure if you remember this particular particular day in camp, but I I might have to go back and look. Yeah, I don't specifically remember that. But yeah, there there was a day in camp where I know the the red zone offense just absolutely could not score to save their lives. And uh and that's something and and I do remember that very clearly, so I'll I'll have mm-hmm. to go back and find exactly when that happened, but um Yeah, that and that's uh something else and I actually just thought of that while we were recording, you know. Um mm-hmm. I Maybe maybe the red zone offense is actually I mean obviously it's concerned, but maybe this is something that's not just like early season woes or um, just fundamental issues. Maybe there's something uh, you know a lot bigger underlying the red zone issues. Uh, and I hope this isn't going to be a problem all season long. Yeah, I can't think of like specifically what it could be. Um, I don't think it's on Russell Wilson. I don't think, obviously, the turnovers on, uh, against Seattle 
the f- two fumbles that contributed to the woes. Um, I definitely do think it has to do with Hackett's play calling. Um, and just like the formations that he's putting out there, defenses are able to take advantage of that and match, match up well against it. Um, but besides that, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure what it could be. And the fact that it's been going on since you said, like, since uh, mid training camp and they haven't been able to fix that, it's like you keep tying your shoes wrong over and over and over again. And you're, I don't know, your sibling tells you, okay, you know, this is, this is how you tie your shoes. You got it this time. And you keep doing it wrong over and over and over again. And I mean, that's like, that's what I, you, you keep practicing the same thing over and over again. I hope they are at least, and I hope that they can, you know, fix it and stick with that. Um, but no, that we're seeing the same, you know, Russell Wilson, the shotgun refusing to run the ball at the two yard line, like every NFL team's doing that besides us. And it's quite frankly, embarrassing. Um, that's the only thing I could really think of. That's what's contributing to this terrible red zone, um, offense uh, i do know in the scrimmages against uh dallas a joint practice before a preseason game they they had a really good uh, red zone offense in the um in the joint practice they were just constantly they scored multiple touchdowns in dallas in the red zone um but yeah when it comes to uh the games regular season i uh, yeah i don't know i'm not sure i'm not sure what's happened uh what happened besides um you know russell uh nathaniel hackett's play calling yeah, and you know it, it's definitely a reason of concern, and and you know, and that's I get I feel like I'm probably lower on the team right now than uh, than a lot of other people. And you know, I want to go back to something you said. You, you know, uh, you said you were obviously very concerned about Hackett, but as far as the overall team, you feel pretty good. Um, and I understand what you're saying there, but and I would say I'm pretty concerned about the overall team because I think coaching plays such a big factor. Um, yeah, it does. So, I mean, I would tie, I would tie Hackett into the overall team, and I am really, really concerned about Hackett. Um, you know, and I'm still hopeful this is a great team on paper, um, but whether you're uh, great or horrible on paper, I mean, that's irrelevant to how you play once you get out there on the field. And uh, th- this is a team that's been hyped up, had really, really high expectations, Um but I just don't – I mean, we haven't seen much of a translation from the – I mean, the hype that we've been getting all offseason, there hasn't been a translation on the field. Um, I'm not really sure – well, I am sure how you fix it. You stop the – I mean, you stop the shooting yourself in, in the foot, the fundamental issues. Yeah, I mean, that has to come to a stop. That can't happen. Uh, but at this point, I mean, I'm not really – I'm not too confident that it's gonna that it's going to get cleaned up. Uh, and maybe, maybe other people see it differently, but now we've seen two weeks of the same thing. Um, and I really, I, I, you know, there's not, I really don't have much else to touch on this game other than like the obvious, you know, individual players on offense stood out and were great as far as, as a whole. And then from a coaching and play calling standpoint, which I think is 50% of the offense, at least, uh, you know, it, it was just an absolute shit show. Yeah, I think it's all going to come down to execution. Um, I like what you said about, um, you know, it not being all about the team on paper, you know, whether this player is super good or this this player is amazing. 
Um, and, you know, we can ride with that and hopefully win games that way. But, you know, you look at teams like the Rams or, um, you know, they have Jalen Rams, Aaron Donald. They have a really stacked roster. I mean, you look at, look at them from top to bottom. They're amazing. Um, but then they, they play super poor in week one and they can barely squeeze one out against the Falcons. I mean, they almost blew a 28 to three lead, which is very ironic going against the Falcons. But uh, um, you even look at the, like the NBA, uh, the Lakers, we thought there was a, a super team and they were going to go, you know, they're going to have like a bulls type season at the beginning of the year. People were picking them to go all the way to the finals and sweep. Um, but then they didn't, it all comes down to execution and you know, how you perform on game day on that court, Nothing else matters. Um, it all comes down to execution and also the coaching as well. That is very true. Um, I just I feel like I do feel better about this team this week than last week because with all the injuries, the defense was still able to rally and play a much better game. Um, I feel like the Texans' offense is um, almost equal to that of the uh, Seattle offense, so I don't feel like the competition was that much different and we were able to hold less points. Um, I feel like um, even though the red zone offense is completely terrible, we weren't as bad last week. Um, I feel like the defense is off to a better start this week than last week. The penalties were better this week than last week. Um, the running game was better this week than last week. Um, uh, and then obviously the interception, um, I forgot, to, I completely forgot to, uh, to uh, touch on that. That was not on Russell Wilson, in my opinion. Um, it was obviously a risky, dangerous throw, um, but that was on uh, that was on court, in my opinion. Um, that was a complete laser from Russ. Definitely risky, like I said, but he had that ball in his hands and out, and it like went on his it, like bounced off his leg into the other defender's lap or whatever. It was some kind of it, it landed in the defender's hands like in a weird way. But you know, obviously uh, unfortunate for us to get a turnover there in that point of the game, but. Um, I know. I don't know. I thought this team played better this, this week than they did last week. Um, even though we scored the same, same amount of points, um, defense just played better. Um, obviously, the play calling was terrible, um, and that does that is a part of this team. But I just feel like this week, um, I feel more confident about this team than last week. But you know, when we go to next week in San Francisco, that doesn't matter at all. Um, obviously, I don't feel great about this team um, because we're going up against teams that we easily should have blown out and we did not um but just going from week to week i do feel better about this team this week um obviously next week that's not going to matter at all though we have to put it together a whole new game plan um this this whole team as a whole just needs to put everything behind us regardless of if we won or not um and we just we need we need to find a way to defeat the san francisco 49ers because you know in my opinion that 49ers team is still a deep playoff run team they're just like they're they're a deep team um in terms of defense and even offense um even with Elijah Mitchell out I think that it could still be pretty good they showed that against uh, Seattle today um so I think today the, my main take one of my uh, my take, main takeaways are um a win is a win Broncos country um I would you know celebrate this one I feel like um, a lot of people came at me you guys can check my uh final score post on Instagram I was posting you know like videos and you're celebrating the win and that's because I, I love my team you know uh when a win is a win obviously we talked we touched a lot today on the negative things um nathaniel hackett has a long way to go as an nfl uh, head coach we definitely can agree on that um 
The play calling is atrocious. Need to work on that. Um, but, you know, a win is a win. Um, if you look at the bright sides, our new ownership, new quarterback, new head coach, they all got their first wins as Broncos. Um, and we have something to build off of. We uh, we have mon- uh, we have um, even though we uh, have to put things behind us and move on to the next week, we can ride this uh, this um, what's what's the word? We can ride this uh, momentum. This, yeah, momentum, perfect. Um, we can ride this uh, momentum going into next week and uh, build off of that. So I think um, obviously today isn't the uh, outcome that we wanted in terms of just like stats and production and like everything that we wanted to see out of Nathaniel Hackett ba- bouncing back and uh you know fans wanting Russ to cook um but but you know we, we got the win so we can um we have something to look forward to going into week uh three against San Francisco at least we're not owing to that would be really really bad um a lot of a lot of you know uh members of the media said this is a must-win game for Denver today and you know they did that well, final takeaways for me, and actually, I want to I want to address something you said because yeah, I think you said didn't you say that you felt the penalties were better today? Uh they weren't. So in terms of like amount of penalties, I don't know what the difference was, but I felt like they were a lot less um contrib- uh like costly, con- yeah, costly and contributing to the game as a whole as they were opposed to the Seattle game. Uh, th- well, that might be fair. I, I, I can't find the yardage anywhere, but we actually, last mm-hmm. week we had 12 penalties. Today we had 13. Yeah, that's wild. That's just like we talked about, team discipline has to be improved a lot more and be worked on in practice. For sure. And, you know, and then two, um, and I guess this is just where we're going to have to agree to disagree, but, you know, I think because you said that you're a lot more uh, confident and you, you think they played better this week. And the reason why I think they played worse is because today – uh, like and that's the thing going back to the red zone issues you know last week it was two goal line fumbles and then mm-hmm. uh you know and then a dropped pass and uh one that one that was out of bounds both i think were great play designs and i like the you know the the one where t- um tomlinson's tomlinson's toe was on the line uh mm-hmm. that i mean that was a great play it was literally just i mean less than an inch yeah, yeah i mean and then uh the Sobert pass that was a great pass great play design um it just you know couldn't couldn't haul in the pass that needs to be cleaned up obviously but then i mean then then the two that that stand out are the two goal line fumbles i mean if they they go literally a few more inches without letting go of the ball we score twice there um and that's i mean that's to me, that is like that's flu- yes, it needs to be cleaned up, but that's fluky. And like, I, I don't feel it. We're going to see that again. Um, you know, I mean, any type of fumbles costly, but especially on the goal line. I mean, that's just fluky and you're not going to see that week to week. Um, this this week, while yeah, we we cleaned up the turnovers and the fumbles. This week, it was actually, uh, you know, it was play calling and uh just i mean we couldn't we couldn't get the ball in the end zone uh mm-hmm. and that that's what concerns me more because and that 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 was the reason why i was so optimistic after uh last weekend just as far as the direction of the team is was because i thought it was a fluky performance uh you know and i saw that the offense could move the ball today we we struggled with moving the ball in certain areas 
especially the red zone. Uh, just some absolutely blatantly idiotic play calling down uh, down there. And that's something that absolutely needs to change. And that, that and like I, and like we just talked about, uh, schematics and play calling are two of the most important uh, factors in your success. And so a performance like that, that's really concerning to me, uh, especially in the red zone. I'm even more concerned with our red zone issues this week than I was last week. And, uh, and I guess, you know, my last takeaway would just be, uh, again, concern. Uh, you know, next week we, we, we got uh, San Francisco coming, coming into town. And uh, I don't know what your opinion on Trey Lance or Jimmy G is, but regardless of what you think about Jimmy G, I mean, that's an offense that can put up points. That is yeah. an offense, regardless of who's at quarterback, that offense is going to score. Um, and that's that's and that's why I'm so concerned is if we're having this level of uh, trouble and if we're having these these mistakes against the Texans and the Seahawks, how like I mean, how am I supposed to be optimistic at all going into game week against the 49ers, the Raiders, the Chargers? Uh, I like I, I don't know. I guess I just left today and I, I wasn't given many reasons to be confident in us going going into next week. And I, I guess that's what I'll uh, leave you with. Yeah, um, I, I definitely we definitely do have a tough stretch coming up again ahead of um, tough opponents this week. Uh, the 49ers, this will be our first, you know, real test, um, in my opinion. Uh, my opinion of the 49ers offense is Kyle Shanahan. I mean, <laughs> he's one of the, he's literally up there, if not the best. Um, offensive mind in the NFL. He Nathaniel Hackett literally branches from that tree um, of Shanahan and you know Shanahan McV- uh, McVay dating all the way back to uh, Washington. So um, I think it's going to be definitely a big test. I think our defense can ride that uh, the momentum going up against that offense. Um, obviously, San Francisco is dealing with injuries as we as we are. Hopefully, we can get Josie Jewell back. Um, uh, get Jury Judy back. Pastor Tan uh, is banged up, has a shoulder injury, um, which he looked he looked pretty fine on the sidelines when they were um, talking about that injury how, um, when he was uh, questionable. But um, hopefully we can get Pastor Tan back. Those are two big players on defense that we really, really need back in uh, Jewel and Sertan. Um, we definitely need uh, Judy back. Um, and that 49ers defense is super good too, um, not talked about enough. Um, they just extended Dre uh, Greenlaw. Um, I've watched him for, for quite some time going all the way back to Arkansas, but he's, he's really solid, uh, linebacker for them. Uh, they have a great team, um, overall, if they had a Russell Wilson on their team, they would be really, 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 really good, especially with uh, Kyle Shanahan. So I really want to see, um, we'll talk about this more in our, um, pregame, um, pod, uh, will we, uh, preview the game, um, our week three against the San Francisco 49ers, but, um, I, I want to see a lot more improvement from the red zone offense and Nathaniel Hackett's play calling. It needs to be need, needs to be so so much better. Um, completely uh, unacceptable what we saw this week. Um, that word has been used a lot today. Unex, uh, unacceptable, uh, disappointing. Even though we uh, we won the game, um, and you know I'm I'm really happy about that. I love this team. Um, we didn't see the uh, we didn't see the production and uh, the we, the. Hackett and the offense didn't live up to the expectation that we wanted. Um, oh, we got breaking news. What happened? 
Mike Kliss, good news so far for wide receiver Jerry Judy. X-rays on his ribs were negative per source. More tests tomorrow. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So that's great news for Jerry. Um, and I don't believe we have anything on Sertan as of the moment. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm seeing this as well. Um, yeah, so hopefully we can get Sertan back as well. Um so yeah, we should be able to get with that news. Uh, Jerry Judy should definitely be able to. Uh, he'll probably be limited in practices practice uh, this week, like the first um, day or two days. But um, we should get him back for sure. Um, Jewel, I mean, I don't see any reason for Jewel to not play this uh, this Sunday night. Um, this is going to be another primetime game for us, uh, unless he suffers any setbacks. Um, he was practicing during this previous week, but one of the last days he uh, ended up not practicing, which is um, very unfortunate uh, setback news for us. But, um, yeah, he's you can see how important he is on that defense. Jonas Griffith has been pretty good, but he's not Josie Jules level by any means. Um, obviously, Josie Jules still has things to improve, but he is important to this defense. Um, but with that being said, that's going to be uh, all for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed um yeah guys just be just be excited about this win for now obviously you can have your opinions on everything um but at the end of the day we went one and zero this week we got we got the dub and we just got to look forward to next week um as well as you guys should look forward to our next episodes we have a really 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 big episode coming uh next i hope you guys uh tune into this one because you're not going to want to miss it um it's uh classified it's classified uh, information as of now but you guys will just have to wait um it's a big surprise hope you guys enjoyed this next episode um if you guys enjoyed today's episode make sure to leave a rating uh follow on apple Podcasts and spotify um until the next one peace